Hello everyone, this is Chetty and welcome to my podcast, Chetty Runga. So I'm really, really excited to be starting this podcast. So the first thing I will do is just introduce myself and the podcast in general and the topics for today's podcast and why I'm starting it and all that stuff. So who am I? My name is Rowan, but for this podcast, I will be introducing myself as Chetty because the title of my podcast is Chetty Ranga, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But my first name is Rowan. I'm not going to disclose my last name, but the nickname of it is Chetty. So that is, and some people in real life call me Chetty, not many people, but some of my friends do. And that is what I'll be going by in this podcast. Um, so yeah, my, oh, my real name is Rowan. I'm 19 years old. I use a she series. I'm a sophomore at Tufts University. I'm majoring in, this is like the really the general boring introduction that everyone at college gives, but I'll just give it anyway. Um, I'm, I'm majoring in psych, psychology. I'm minoring in child studies and human development. That's one minor. My second minor is Hebrew. And some things about me, I, so it's my interests, I like to ski, I like to swim, I, at Tufts, I also do stand-up comedy, I like doing, I like working with children, I tutor someone, a little, a child, a child, a child once a week, um, I was a camp counselor last summer, I like writing, I like video making, um, just like silly little things, I like doing a lot of, I just like, I like having projects, I guess, that I do that I do often and spend my time doing and my my project right now is making this podcast and I'm really excited about it so um yeah I I got the idea for this podcast when I have this I have this influencer that I I don't have her there is an influencer that I really enjoy watching her content her name is Soph Mosca I started watching her on TikTok in 2020 2019 or 2020 I'm pretty sure it was 2020 Mm, no 2019 and I, maybe it was 2020, I don't know you guys, but um, I don't have TikTok anymore, I'm going to get to that in a bit, but I still watch her YouTube and um, I listen to her podcast. She said on her podcast that her podcast is really helpful to her, especially as of late, she's been having it for like one or two years now, but as of late it's been really ha- helpful for her because um, it's kind of like her own personal journal, it helps her with her like emotions and stuff and I just and she also thinks it's really fun and I think this will be really fun too and I hope it will help me express my thoughts in some places and learn more about myself and other things like that um yeah so this is just podcast which would be like a passion project I'm not going to promote all my social media or anything or try to make money or try to get fans or stuff it's really really just for me and that's for fun and I hope at least my family We'll watch it. That would be nice. But I'm not looking for fame or money or anything. Um, yeah, so about the schedule about this podcast, I've been thinking maybe once a week, but, you know, if I don't have an idea, or I, I have lots of ideas now, but if there's a week where I just don't want to do anything and I can't think of something I want to do, or I'm really busy with school or whatever else, I won't film. I'm not going like, to try to do it just because I have to. It's like really something that I want to do, and I love to do it. And so I have a lot of different ideas of different things I will talk about. 
And also maybe hopefully, not maybe, I will definitely have some guests on and do some fun things. Um, yeah, so the name of this podcast is Chediranga, and um, I chose it because, um, because I, well, like I said, Chedi is the variation of my last name. And the Ranga part comes from because I started doing yoga each morning. I'm going to get to that in a bit, or almost every morning. And there's a pose in it called Chaturanga. And then randomly, I I guess that came into my brain because randomly I'm kind of like, Chaturanga. I just started saying that all the time. And then people were like, what are you talking about? And then one day I was doing yoga and the girl was like, go into Chaturanga. And I was like, oh, there where it came from. So I was like, okay. Chaturanga, that's my, that's my podcast name. Chaturanga is a yoga pose. It's kind of like a push-up, but your, your elbows are more in. And it's Sanskrit for four-limbed. And also ancient chess, you see, called Chaturanga. And I like chess, so I thought that was interesting. Okay, so that's the introduction for myself and the podcast. I guess more about myself. I'm kind of like, I like to... Be more. I, I like to do all these fun projects and not really worry about what other people think of myself, or at least I try. Um, I just like to have fun and work on myself. My big goal this year is authenticity and working on myself. So I hope I can help because one of the goals for this podcast also is like, even though not a lot of people will be listening to it, I hope with the people that do listen to it, which will probably be people I already know, and I told them to watch this podcast, they will learn something from it and maybe use my tips whatever I'm talking about and apply it to themselves or um, just be inspired to be their best self because that's what I'm trying to do. So that's moving on to today's podcast episode is healthy habits, steps I'm taking to live my best life. Yay. Okay. So I'll just go on to some of them. This is like not all my healthy habits. This is something that more of the like more recent things that I have done my best life okay so number one journaling so I actually had my first diary in grade four and I did it every night I found my old diary recently when I went back to Toronto over American Thanksgiving break and I was looking at it and then I was like oh (laughs) so cute every other word is spelling mistake and my handwriting is atrocious it's still atrocious now but even more so back then and it was just really funny to read but then and I was doing journaling for a long time I went to overnight camp I did it every night there at school I did it every night there but for some reason I just stopped and I occasionally have taken up journaling again and again but it's never lasted more than two weeks honestly but this past summer I started doing it again very consistently and I have journaled almost every night since the summer until now there are times where I'm just so tired that I like I can't even keep my eyes open, let alone read and write. But um, sometimes I honestly just forget. But most nights, I'd say on average, once every two weeks I forget or don't do it. But most nights I do it. And my journaling has evolved since the summer when I started re- really doing it. It used to be just descriptive of what I did to this day, every day. Like I got up, I went to this see this person because I was doing in the summer I went to blah 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 um but then 
and I know that being grateful for your life is very important. So I started doing three things I was thankful for that day. And specifically for that day to really center myself for where I am presently and not be like, because I'm very thankful for lots of things. Like, for example, you know, my health, food, um, and my education. Those are three big things. But I can't just say those three things over and over again. It has to be big things for that day, like specifically. Like, I'm thankful I saw this person. I'm thankful about this yummy food I ate specifically for this day. Because that is like really what gratitude well, you should obviously be thankful for the other things, but to be grateful for it and thinking, picking out things that are specific for that day is really, really important um, for gratitude. Well, gratitude like is really good for your mental health and also making you aware of yourself and your place in the world and what your um, all the good things you have. So you're bad. So it helps your like cognitive distortions about all your negative things kind of ease out because if you're like oh this okay you know what i'm getting on tangent i'm gonna talk about that that kind of mindset then maybe in a different episode but quickly just i'll say if you always think that you know nothing ever goes your way you can like i never catch a break i i um i'm a failure all this stuff nothing ever works out it's very easy to get stuck in that sign in that cycle if you don't think of the things that day that are good for you because there are always there you can always pick out at least three things that you're thankful for that day that's really um important so the next thing i did after i added on the three thankfuls is that i added three looking forward to's for the following day because in it that also puts yourself in the mindset of thankfulness and eagerness to get on with the day because a lot of the times you can also be easy to be like, oh, another day, oh, I can't do it anymore. Um, but if you have three things that you're looking forward to for that specific day, it gives you motivation to keep going and be your best self and make the best impact in the world that you can. So after, so I have, every, I do my day, today to this, today to that, blah, 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 three thankful fours, three looking forward tos. And then, by the way, like the, thankful fours and looking forward tos are scientifically correlated with greater happiness so just so you know um i also started instead of doing like just descriptive things of what i did that day i did um i started doing how things i did make me feel and action plans as well not for every little things because that would take forever but for the main things like for example i said i this is kind of a made-up thing but if i today i went to my friend and it was fun, we watched a movie, but at the end she said this comment. And instead of just saying, let's say the comment, I say, this comment made me feel sad because X, Y, Z. And then an action plan will be like, I want to tell her that this thing made me upset so I can we can grow our friendship and evolve. So, or another thing, today I played chess with X. I beat them and I feel really proud of myself because... <laughs> this is also made up but kind of true because they're a really good player and I'm working on my skill. And so to my therapist told me to add more things about how I feel because she helped me come up with my goal, my word for however long it needs to be. My goal is authenticity, to be more authentic, authentic within myself. And um, in being in touch with my emotions, you know, helps me and well, you two, all everyone helps like us process 
our lives and emotions and action plans to make ourselves and our lives and everyone else happier and more fulfilled with because if you if you can't be authentic with yourself you can't be authentic with the world and you know everyone wants to try to or should want to try to help the world and but you have to help yourself first so that's good um so you guys you should get a journal and do this each night or you can it's also fun to look back at like i love looking at my grade four journal and in 20 years i'm going to look back at myself in college and be like oh my gosh i've changed so much in sense like i really thought that how could i do it just really fun and i will say though if you feel scared about doing a like a, just a blank journal with none of these prompts i guess you can try a five minute journal the influencer that i was inspired by so Matska, she has one because she's like scared about big old materials which is fine the five minute journal also has like affirmations gratitude looking forward to something similar to that so it helps okay number two breathing you may be like rowan or just like chetty everyone breathes what are you talking about and i'm talking about mindful breathing so um i have been this summer i got a whoop which is this is not a promo, you guys. <laughs> this is, a whoop is basically a, kind of like a watch you wear. Well, you wear a watch around your wrist, okay? A watch you wear around your wrist. Um, but it has no screen, no nothing. And it connects via Bluetooth to your phone and it will tell you lots of data about yourself. The most important thing is HRV, which is heart rate variability. TBHQ, guys, my whoop, like over Christmas break, it kind of just broke in the morning. But I'm going to try to figure it out because I really like it. So anyway, I'm not using it right now, but I used to use it over the, all the time. Okay, anyway, heart rate variability. That is the time between your heartbeats. And the, the higher your HRV, the better. And what I learned from my WHOOP is that my HRV, even though I am healthy, young, athletic, eat well, it is low for someone who is my age, young, healthy, eats well, exercises, all that. And that's, I don't know, I, well, I can't know the reason for sure, for sure behind it, but I think it's a lot because of my parasympath parasympathetic nervous system is not very strong. That's why I try, I'm doing this breathing every night now. And hopefully it's better. Can't have the whoop to check, but my, my but. I have seen my HIV go up as I've been doing this consistently over time. So if you don't know, parasympathetic nervous system and your sympathetic nervous system are the two parts of your nervous system. Your sympathetic nervous system is your um, fight or flight things. That's what activates when you are, um, when you're like in danger. Like it used to, well, it used to be in danger back in when humans were, um, before like our modern society where we were like running from predators all the time and stuff but um so it like makes your heart rate go up and you have more energy to run away but you know today we get stressed out and anxious about all these things that when we're not in danger and that's very dangerous like for example if if someone says a rude comment to you you could be very anxious about it for a long time even though you're not in danger you know, it, it hurts your feelings, but it's not going to kill you. And our society today, a lot of people are so anxious. 
So that's a big problem. And our parasympathetic nervous system is the rest and digest, digesting. That's what calms us down. But a lot of people's parasympathetic nervous system is not strong and does not calm us down unless our sympathetic nervous system gets way out of control. So um, breathing mindfully helps us increase, helps us, makes our parasympathetic nervous system stronger, therefore increasing HRV, which is very important. Um, people don't really talk about HRV, but it also is a big factor for heart health and um, which just it's very good because, you know, stress and mental health is very, very, very connect- connected to physical health. So that's why everyone should try to have both very strong. So the kind of mindful breathing that I do, I kind of, I didn't make it up. I was inspired by something called 478 breathing. That was made up by Dr. Andrew I don't, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name, last name correctly, Whale, Wheel, W-E-I-L. Anyway, that's when you breathe in for four seconds, hold for seven seconds, breathe out for eight seconds, and redo it. I um, am doing a variation on that, which is, I made up, well, probably <laughs> some other people do it out there, but um, it's four, five, six, seven breathing. So breathe in for four, hold for five, breathe out for six, hold for seven do it all again. And I did this because I think, well, I know, I know having breathing out. Okay. Here is it. Breathing in. Excuse me. I'm drinking, getting a drink of water. Excuse me. Okay. Breathing in is where your parasympathetic nervous system is the strongest. Because think about it, when you're having a panic attack, you're breathing in, it's like all about breathing in, trying to get more oxygen in. But when you're being peaceful, you know, in yoga, they say breathe out slowly. That's where your parasympathetic nervous system is. If I'm mixing up the words, I kind of get, I, sorry, parasympathetic, think, parasympathetic, think, fight or flight, sympathetic, think, rest and digest. So, I'm not as good or bad, just think that, because I might mix up the words, but just so you know. So that's why I want to breathe out for long and hold my breath empty for long, too. Um, Because I really want to focus on calming my parasympathetic, no, calming my sympathetic nervous system and strengthening my parasympathetic nervous system. And that's why I did the variation. Um, Yes. Okay. And you know what? If people think people think like, oh, breathing is so stupid, mindfulness is so stupid, yada yada yada, and like they don't like, I don't need that. Well, you know what? People, there's a reason these scientists and psychologists recommend it for everybody. And you know, if you think you're too big and tough to do it, Navy SEALs and police officers and nurses, some of the most high intensive jobs, they practice for. Um, they practice box breathing, which is. A variation which is like all kind of related to four seven eight my kind of breathing it's all sort of box breathing so you know what no one's quote too tough to be mindful and to do any of these self-care habits yeah okay so I do I started doing 10 I had to count on my fingers 10 times do the four five six seven breathing but now I don't do that because I feel like I used to do it and then like oh can I just get to 10 already I just want to go like relax and go to bed but now I feel like this is what makes me relax so I just do it until I feel like really tired I can't do it anymore 
and that really helps. So I recommend you do that too. And you don't need to do my kind of breathing, you know, just like search up HRV breathing or mindful breathing and find what works best for you guys. Okay, number three, yoga. Yoga has been so helpful for me. I started doing it Christmas break. It's right now it's February 20th and I got back in January. So a little over a month, a month, something like that. Um, yoga. So I have a Peloton subscription. Again, not a promo. You can find yoga anywhere. I, re- I learned just today that they have it on Apple TV or something. So they also have it on YouTube for free. So just... I do Peloton. It's like a fitness thing. It doesn't really matter what it is. But I do 50, 10 to 50 minutes each morning on weekdays. And when I have extra time, sometimes I still do 10 to 50 minutes. But if I have extra time on weekends, I can even do half an hour each morning. And that helps me so much. Just the benefits of Peloton, not Peloton, of yoga. Some of them include flexibility, increased muscle tone, energy, metabolism. Excuse me. And then it helps you relax and de-stress. And I feel like it really helps me. Literally, I, um, I, after I do yoga, I just feel like, oh, my body, it's so relaxed, it's flowing, I have energy, I can go about my day now. Um, yeah, it helps me, you guys. I used to do dance in middle school and high school. I, I didn't do it competitively or anything, but, well, in high school, up until grade 12, like, no, like, grade 12 was the year I stopped, so, in, including grade 11, I took dance as one of my electives in, at school, and I was very flexible, you guys, back then, I could do an over splits, like, I could do a split with my legs and lift my front, like, even higher, and I could touch my toes with my hands flat on the ground, bending my elbows, I was so flexible, and then, COVID happened, grade 12 happened, I did not dance, I did not need to do be flexible anymore, so I stopped stretching, I used to stretch every night, and then I got really inflexible, and, well not really inflexible, still flexible, but not as inflexible as I could do, like, I can't do the splits anymore, I can touch my toes with my hands flat, but only for a few seconds because it hurts a lot, but I am working towards now being able to get my splits back, get my over splits back, be comfortable with my hands flat on the ground, and so... In addition to yoga, I am starting to stretch every night before bed. And not just like a, okay, stretch, one position. Okay, there we go, another position, like holding each one for 20 seconds. That's what I used to do. And that helped me a lot be relaxed before bed. So in addition to yoga, I am also stretching each night. Um, another thing, I did not write this down. I have I didn't write my like script down, but I put bullet points down. Another thing I just remembered was sleeping on my back. That is another goal I have adapted ever since Christmas break. Yeah, I, all my life, I was either a stomach sleeper or a side sleeper. And if you don't know, side sleeping, stomach sleeping, the worst. Side sleeping, not good. Back sleeping, good. And I used to sleep in the most crazy positions, you guys. I would be on my stomach with my neck all twisted up with my like leg high up in the air. And I was fine. My body was fine. But... Starting, I think at the end of last school year, like kind of like all of a sudden, honestly, it just wasn't okay. I would wake up all disheveled and it was ugh, not good. So I would wake up so tight. My neck was so sore. So I started 
Christmas break, I was like, okay, I know backflipping is the best. I'm going to do it now. So it was very hard. I used to sleep on my back and I would, I was kind of scaffolding myself to be able to sleep on my back because I would put a pillow under my knees and no, no, first I'd put like, I'd sleep on my side but have a pillow on my upper knee to the side and then scaffolding back, lying on my back with the pillows under my knees and then taking the pillows away. And each step was very hard. I'd be like, this is so uncomfortable. Let me go back to my position that's more comfortable now but is uncomfortable in the morning. But over time, I'm better. And now I can sleep pretty much on my back. In, this, in the middle of the night, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's just so uncomfortable. I need to turn over. I'm just like breathing. I'm fine. I can go back to sleep. Sometimes I just go to my side anyways. <laughs> well, it's hard. I'm getting better. And when I wake up sleeping on my side, I feel the strain in my back and neck. So I know I have to sleep on my back. Um, I meant sleeping on my stomach, I feel the strain. Sleeping on my back, I don't. Yeah, okay. Next up, I forget what number this is, but that's fine. Actually, I'm going to take another sip of water. Please hold. Okay. I hope this is recording the audio and everything, you guys. I'll be sad if it's not. <laughs> okay. Next up, reading. I, I have gone through phases of reading in my life. There have been times when I was a kid... And my parents would go out to party, not parties, not parties, like dinner parties with their friends. They would take me along and I would read the whole time. Or there have been times where I would, it would be by bedtime. I'd say, okay, good night. Lights off. Then turn on my lights and read for hours into the night. And yet there have been times where I started to read a book and be like, okay, no, I'm not doing this. And so I fluctuate really. And then I, over American Thanksgiving break, which is in November, I, because I go to school in America, in Tufts, I, my mom published a book, not once you read, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to promo it. It's called, whoa, microphone just fell. It's called, okay, it's called I Married a Thrill Seeker by Michelle Kaplan. Please buy it it is very well written and and my lovely mother published it so i started reading it and you know obviously it's a good book so uh, i kept reading it and didn't take me very long and i started over thanksgiving break and i finished it in school like every night before bed i was reading i was like oh cool then over christmas break i read another book my bubby got it i'm also going to promo it it's called lessons in chemistry by Bonnie, her last name starts with a G. I want to say Garamus. Don't quote me on that, but just look up lessons in chemistry. Bonnie G. You'll find it. You should read it. It's also very well written. And I love that book. And then I finished it over Christmas break and I subscribed to The New Yorker. I did that because I took creative writing last year, last fall. And I we had to read short stories for that. So I got a subscription to The New Yorker. And so I've been reading those. I would like to lie to you guys and say I do that every night. I do not. I want to get back into it. I will be honest. I do it less than half the time. Probably less than 25% of the time. But I will I, w- I will get back into it. I am saying that. Because I know it's good for me. It's good for my emotional intelligence. It's good for my cognitive health. It's going to help me relax before bed. I'm going to do it, you guys. And you should too. I will say I got my subscription for The New Yorker for... 
a month, month and a half, two months. Then I, I canceled it because they came every week and I could not keep up with it. So I'm going to read all of the things that they gave me. It's probably going to take a while. Then I'll probably resubscribe for another month. Then I'm subscribing. Because I can't read them as quick as they come out. So you guys should read. You should do it. I'll just tell you another thing. In grade 12, I did a research study for AP Research. And I found my own findings. I found that um, reading in book clubs versus reading alone helps you increase emotional intelligence for literary fiction. Both do, but reading book clubs more so. But that's why I joined a... Well, not, that, that is not why I joined a book club. But that's part of the reason. I'm going to talk about that a little later. So I'm in a book club. It's not literary fiction, but I do read literary fiction through The New Yorker, and you should do. And maybe if you want to join the book club, do it, because it helps you too. Okay, I'm going to talk more about social things later on. Okay, I am hoping this makes sense, because sometimes when I talk about things, they don't really make sense. Um, yeah, okay. Moving on. Number however. Getting organized. I... Similarly to reading in high school, I was very, I was very organized. I had my calendar, my to-do list, all that stuff, emails, clean, blah, blah, blah. Then college happened and everything got busy and all these clubs and all this homework and all this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I let my emails pile up into the hundreds. I sometimes missed commitments and more meetings or whatnot because I didn't utilize my calendars. I, I, and I didn't use my to-do lists, but recently, maybe the last three weeks, I cleaned my emails, I am using my Google Calendar, I'm using my Apple, no, my Apple Calendar, sorry, Google, I'm using my Apple to-do list, I am getting organized, and it feels great, I am not missing deadlines, I am not, I'm, well, I was always on top of my homework, but I'm more on top of my homework, I am... It feels really good because it's just another thing that I'm no longer stressed about. And I also cleaned my room, you guys. I'm very messy. I've always been messy. I'm. It's not like the other things where I go through stages of cleanliness and messiness. I am always, always messy. And if you look at my room now, my college room, it is relatively, compared to other people's, not my roommates, she is more messy than me, but compared to... Some of my sweet mates or my other friends, it is still more messy. Yet, it is much cleaner than it is before. You know, I used to keep, like, dirty clothes on the floor. And then I, there were some things, like, I couldn't find. And then I cleaned my room. I cleaned the stuff off my floor. And it was there. Like, it was just all on the floor. And so, if you look now, there's no clothes on the floor. If you look now, my desk is relatively clear. There's no clutter. I got rid of so much clutter, you guys, like... I'm a hoarder. I'm just going to say it. I keep stuff for no reason. And I got rid of it. I helped my, my boyfriend help me do it because I'm like, oh, I want to keep this random leaf. And he's like, no, throw the leaf out. <laughs> so I did. Um, That really helps a lot because it's really refreshing to wake up and not have to walk over mounds of clothes. Okay. Good. You should. So my recommendation is for you guys. Use your calendar. Use your to-do list. Some people, I tried doing an analog because I usually like things analog, but it was just like if things moved around and it was just harder. So now I use, I use digital and that helps me more. And you guys clean your room. 
It's better to do it. Now I do it. I do a little bit every day instead of once. Big. Takes an hour. It's, it's better. Okay. Another sip of water. It's hard talking like this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next thing. Getting rid of social media. Okay. I am a 19-year-old girl. Social media is apparent in most of my peers' lives. Very, very, very apparent. And I used to be, up until recently, addicted to social media. My very most addiction was TikTok. I got TikTok in 2019 or 2020. I think it was 2020. And... Pretty much ever since then, I have, mm, I don't know if I've been addicted to it since then. My addiction, I think, started like last year, but um, it's, it's, it's pretty much consumed my life. And I got... It was just like scrolling and scrolling for hours and hours. And I put the like thing, the time limit on my phone. It was like, okay, half an hour a day. But then I could just press ignore so easily. Every 15 minutes, ignore, ignore, ignore. And that, and, and there's no consequences. Well, except obviously me missing out on things and it affecting my mental health. But in the moment, I don't see a reason to just go. I just like, scroll 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 and then afterwards like oh my gosh I could have spent that time doing this or doing this but in the moment when you're so entrapped in it you don't realize time just flies by so I made the radical decision to delete it for for good I thought like I thought like okay I cannot delete this app I'm I was you guys this is embarrassing I was so dependent on it if I was doing homework and then I had to go to the bathroom. I would take my phone with me to the bathroom, sit on the toilet peeing, and go on TikTok. Like, I couldn't be blank in my mind for, like, two minutes. I could not do that. And that was very bad. I realized that was very bad. But I'm like, okay, I need to set stricter time limits for myself on TikTok. I can't delete it. I'm so dependent on it. I can't go cold turkey. But I realized I had to because all this weaning off it did not work. I would just keep going on it. So I deleted it. And there's a mindset I'm going to get to. Um, it's going to relate to my other things. Okay, I'm going to get to it in a little bit. But I'll tell you about the mindset about why I chose to delete it cold turkey in a little bit. So I got rid of TikTok. And now, you know, Sophie Mosca, the influencer, I very, 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 really, really like her. She's helped me a lot. Um... I, because I still like watching her content on TikTok, so once a week, I go on TikTok on my computer, on the website, not on my account, not of that, search up Sof Muska, spend three minutes watching her videos for the week, and that's all, that's my whole TikTok, and then, but then I realized on my phone, I would just go on YouTube and scroll and scroll, but then I was like, okay, I have to delete YouTube off my phone, and now I still have YouTube access on my computer, but it's not as ugly, I can't, it's not as pretty, it's uglier, I can't just scroll and scroll and scroll, same with the YouTube on my on the website on my phone it's I can't scroll it's ugly on there and Instagram I was like okay now I'm getting addicted to Instagram I have to scroll and scroll and scroll on Instagram however I can't this is not like a TikTok I like honestly can't delete tic- 
Instagram because um, I, t- I message a lot of my friends on there. It's a communication excuse me a communication thing and also um a lot of the events um on tufts on my campus on clubs i get notified through instagram so what i did i was like okay instagram this is my last hurrah i'm gonna spend 15 minutes scrolling through all these meme stupid accounts and each account i'm gonna go into it and unfollow it unfollow 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 so the only thing left relevant are my friends and um like the Tufts accounts, not any of these mind suck accounts. And I also downloaded this other app called Wellspent. Every five minutes I'm on that app on Instagram, it gives me a notification. It says, whoa, 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 are you sure you want to be doing this? Don't you want to go breathe? Don't you want to go stretch? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can do all these other things. So I go. And then at the end of Wellspent, each day there's like a, a ring that goes around and says how long you've been on it. And in my mind, I'm like, I want to get that ring as small as possible. So if I'm on it and I'm like scrolling, I'm like, oh, nope, got to get the ring close, small. So I do that. And I mean, I have other social media like Facebook and SideChat. I don't use those things. So I'm not even going to bother deleting them because I literally use them like once a month. So, um, okay. So my mindset. I said, I was like to myself before, I cannot delete TikTok. I am so dependent on it. How would I be able to do it? And then I thought back to, I deleted TikTok this semester. And then I thought back to over Christmas break when I was with my friend. And she said her goal that year was to not drink at all. And she said, because she's been drinking so much the previous year. And she said, And she said, I was scared not to drink. Like, I was like, in my mind, I thought, oh my gosh, if I can't have a drink, I'm going to go crazy. I I can't do this. So then, that's what made her decide to drink. She said, said, if I, to not drink, she said, like, if I am thinking that I can't do it, that is just even, and I'm scared to not do it, that's even more a reason that I should do it. So... Well, granted, then we went out and she we drank, but also this was in Canada where I we are both legal. Well, sh- so just yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, she said I she so I said on TikTok I cannot no I cannot not delete TikTok because I'm scared of it. That is more a reason why I should delete it. So I deleted it. Great, and then I'm using my mindset for a lot of things. And moving on to my next habit, which I'm doing with the, what I'm doing with the mindset is being more open and willing to do things socially. So I think a lot of the reasons people, including myself, don't do things socially is because they are scared to. I, what if I don't make friends? What if I can't talk to anyone? What if I embarrass myself, yada, 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 and then they don't do it, even though they think it would be fun. So all those fears, if I have those fears and I don't want to do something, then I do it. And this, by the way, is not saying just because you're scared of something doesn't mean you should automatically do it. Like, let's say you're scared of skydiving, you're scared of heights, and you don't want to go skydiving, like, fine, don't go skydiving. And likewise, if you, you know, are, like, scared of 
like only do something like if you're scared of something dangerous you're like i am scared of being addicted to cocaine and i but i want to try it like don't do it don't do cocaine like do things that are safe and fun if you want to and are scared of like a social reason or any other reason don't do things like if you don't want to go skydiving and you're scared of fights that doesn't mean you have to go skydiving it just means if you want to do something safe and fun then do it so I for example I wanted to be a swim team practice leader I wanted to do that last semester too but I was scared I was like oh what if they don't like my sets what if I make a fool of myself what if I can't explain it properly to everyone and then when the opportunity arose this semester to be a practice leader, I went right for it. I am putting that mindset up, mindset into fruition and not worrying about what other people think of me or my sets. And I, I am a practice leader for Thursdays and I love it and it's fun. And um, another thing, like, I just reaching out to people i because before i kind of just last semester i kind of just stayed with my group of friends and didn't really reach out to many people but this semester i'm like okay i'm gonna reach out to people even if i don't know them that well from last semester or this semester but and want to get to know them better and spend time with them i'm gonna do that so you know i text my friends hey want to get lunch on wednesday you know and i'm like okay if it's an hour of awkward awkward conversations awkward silences if she's kind of you know a b word then so what it's an hour of my life and it's and it's not wasted it's helped me with social skills it helped me become more confident all these things there's no wasted time um so i'm doing those things and another thing like applying for for a for an internship there's this internship i wanted to apply for and i did and at first i was like oh my gosh that sounds hard i can't do that this is like a big, big research thing. I can't be a part of that. But like, think about it. Why not? Why can't I be a part of that? This is not so much the social thing, but just like, why not? Am I, why am I afraid to do this? I am smart. I am fun to be around. Why shouldn't I apply for this thing and try my best? And so, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> with socially and with not socially things. I am realizing that this fear should not hold me back. And I want to do those things more. And then, okay, the book club. I, I, um, my Hebrew teacher said her and this other student are running a book club every week discussing Israel-Palestine conflict on this book. And I was like, well, at first I was like, okay, I can't join this. I don't know much about the, the conflict. They're going to they're gonna think I'm stupid. I'm not going to say anything. All this stuff. But then I think, well, why not? I'm smart. I can learn about the con- about the conflict. I can read the book. I can, you know, I'm, I'm studying abroad in Israel. I should know about this stuff. Why, why shouldn't I? Why can't I join the book club? So I did. And I go every week. And the first few times, I did not say much. Say anything. I didn't say anything. But now last week, I did say, say one, I said one thing. And I will say more now. Because, you know, I'm smart. I don't know as much as the other people. But so what? You know? And then, and then, you know, my, my first study abroad, my, my boyfriend, he didn't want to study abroad at first. And then he's talking to me recently and he's like, well, I, what I want, maybe I want to do it. He's not sure yet, but he's like, maybe I want to do it. Um, but like, what if I don't make any friends? Like, 
what if I'm alone for the three or four months that I'm there? And I'm like, okay, then you're alone for three or four months. What's the big issue? It will suck. Well, no, it will not suck. You will be in a, we will be in a great place. Like, um, we're going we're gonna to learn so much. We're going to learn about culture and about independent living and about the classes at the university, technology, all the stuff that's there. And if you don't make friends, so what? It's three and a half months of not having close friends. So what? It's a still learning experience, but yeah. Um, okay. So the last thing on my list is some, uh, is of, excuse me, I need water. Okay. The last thing, last habit that I've done to improve, help me live my best life is meditation. Now, I started, the first time I really did meditation by myself was not like with a school thing, but my own idea is in grade 12. I watched a show called Avatar The Last Airbender. It's a kid's show, but many adults are fans of it. And in that show, um, people, um, sorry, <sighs> it's a hard time. You guys, it's hard just talking for 45 minutes. Um, in the show, the main character meditates a lot. He is in touch with chakras, whether you choose to believe in them or not. You know, I, I believe in them. And I... Um, he meditates all the time, is in touch with the world, spirituality, all that stuff. And I was, I was too. I meditated every night before bed. And I did that all summer going into, into university and in grade 12. Then university happened and I had a roommate and I started going to bed later and I felt weird meditating in that room. So I didn't. And then I didn't over that Christmas break or that March break. And then this summer, I also didn't really meditate even though I know I should have. Now, I'll be real with you guys. This semester, I've meditated twice, maybe. And this is an area of improvement for me that I want to do. And I want to do it more because sometimes at night or in the day, mostly at night, especially at night, I am kept awake by my thoughts sometimes for hours and then I'm exhausted the next day. And... I know it's just me going over the same bad thoughts again and again and again and again. And I know that if I meditate, it'll help me get control of those things. It'll help me feel okay with being still, with not having things to do, with controlling my thoughts, not letting these bad thoughts ruminate over and over again. And so I will start doing that. I before when I was really into the chakras and stuff, I downloaded an app that did had specific meditations for each chakra and I was going to work on each chakra and I also did some stuff on YouTube and but when I started meditating this semester the twice two times I did it I did it with the Peloton app because Peloton has a lot of cool stuff you guys um but I think I'm going to get going more with the Peloton stuff after I have a basis with that then I'm going to move on to the chakras because I feel like chakras are kind of a this is just me speaking out of my bum but I feel like chakras are kind of advanced and I want to get more um into the like 
basics, I guess, with Peloton. Even though Peloton has not basic stuff. But I want to get into the basics of it, then move into chakras. <sighs> okay. So, we covered a lot, you guys. This is 50 minutes. Oh. Um, well, I really hope you enjoyed listening to my podcast, Chediranga. Um, I know I haven't really thought of an ending, honestly. So what should I say to you guys? Well, first of all, I hope you take in some of these tips. Um, cause I feel better about myself. Um, and in myself and my place in the world already just doing these things for a few months. So I hope you guys do it. And I hope to do it each day too. work on mindfulness, being my better self, be my best self. Um, yeah, I have lots of good ideas to talk about things in the future. So I'm really excited for this podcast. Um, and I hope you keep listening to me. So what should my, what should be my close closing? That's going to be consistent over the podcast. Mm hmm. Let me drink water as I think about it. Um, okay. Chediranga out.